Today on CityCast Boise, I'm talking to KTVB's Jim Duthie about folklore winter weather predictions. How accurate is the farmer's almanac? And are woolly worm caterpillars actually miniature meteorologists? It's Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Jim, thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's great to be here, Emma. Thanks for having me today. We are going to talk about your winter weather predictions for Boise, and uh, we're headed into the holidays. So for Thanksgiving travel, what can people expect for weather as they're on the road? We've been very cold all throughout November. But as we get into this coming week, a little closer to Thanksgiving, um, it looks like we're going to warm up a little bit. Go out and have your turkey bowl game without freezing your turkey feathers off because it won't be quite as cold. (laughs) Um, If you're traveling right here in southern Idaho, you're in pretty good shape. There will be maybe a few snow showers coming in Tuesday night and Wednesday morning for the mountains. Might even get a little bit Tuesday night down here in the valley, but not enough to really inhibit your travel. And then it's going to dry out through Thanksgiving. Then when you head home after Thanksgiving, you might run into a few showers by Sunday. But all in all, it's not a bad travel situation for us here in Idaho. That's not to say if you're traveling to Buffalo, that might not be the place to go. You saw what happened to Buffalo last weekend. Yeah. Wild. So much snow. It reminded me of uh, our own snowmageddon of 2016, 2017, that winter. Everybody's still totally constantly talking about it. Do you think we'll ever have another one of those? That was wild. Yeah, I think it's always possible. We've had them before. That one four or five years ago was especially strong. Um, it's it's hard to predict a snowmageddon because it's, when we talk about winter predictions, we're not really zeroing in on one storm. It's the overall trend. So you might have a really heavy, heavy storm and a lot of snow and uh, temperatures well below normal, maybe dropping below zero for a few days. But then you might go for several weeks when it's above normal and dry. And so you have to wait and find out what the overall winter trend will be. You did a fun feature recently about folklore winter weather predictions, which was really great. I really enjoyed it. Can you get t- share a few of the what people used historically to predict the weather? Well, you know, everybody wants to know what the winter is going to be like months in advance. There are a lot of tools that we use, both on the science side, that, that helps us kind of get an idea. We look at, there's La Nina, El Nino, there's the, the polar vortex, but it's not an exact science. And so some people say, well, the heck with that. I'm going to go with the old farmer's almanac. (laughs) But as I look at the farmer's almanac, it's very vague. And they'll give a forecast for everywhere from Spokane all the way down to Flagstaff, Arizona. And Boise's in the middle of that, as well as Denver and Salt Lake. And as you know, winter weather can be very different in just a few miles around here. Mm -hmm. So um, there are some weather cues and clues that a lot of people have looked at for centuries that they like to stick with as to what the winter weather will be like. Have you seen any woolly worms this year? You know, I I saw that on your segment, and I don't think I saw any this year. Have you ever seen one before? Oh, yeah, for sure. The little caterpillars, they're black and orange and real fuzzy. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think I saw any this year's, but some years we'll have like a ton of them. And I actually saw one crawling along uh, the beach of a lake up by Cascade 
And it was black on both ends and it had a fairly wide orange band. And most of the ones I've seen around here are kind of the same way, fairly wide orange band. Now the folklore says the more woolly worms you have, if they're more than normal, that usually means it's going to be a pretty severe winter. Um, I don't know if there are more woolly worms or if it's just because more people are taking pictures of them, but the ones I've seen show a fairly defined orange band. And so they say the more black there is on a woolly worm, the more harsh or severe our winter will be. Oh, yeah. And the wider the light band, the orange band, then the more mild our winter will be. Have you ever heard this one? My great-grandma up near Salmon, she told me once that you could tell if it was going to be a severe winter if the wasps built higher, like in the trees. Have you heard that one before? I have, yeah. Oh, funny. So that's like a real thing, huh? I have heard that one. Uh, when, when bees or wasps and hornets build their nests, and, and not necessarily higher, but maybe it's higher because it's more protected in the tree. I don't know. But if they build more in sheds and barns, then it's a sign that the winter is going to be rougher. Oh, okay. Um, or if ants build their ant hills a little higher in the summertime, then that's an indication there'll be more snow in the winter. The thing is, I don't know if there's anybody who keeps track of these to be able to say, yeah, I was right, you know, 60% yeah. <laughs> right on folklore. <laughs> we'll have to start keep paying attention so we can be like, it was it was an accurate woolly worm year. Poorly <laughs> woolly worm. <laughs> yeah. On your feature, you mentioned uh, fruit skins and flowers, too. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, yeah, there's one old saying that says if the skins on apples or oranges are thicker than normal, or if the nutshells are harder, or corn husks are tougher, then that means we're in for a rougher winter. And so I took an apple, and I took an, uh, an onion, and I cut them open, but I don't know whether the skins are tougher than usual. Maybe those fruits weren't even grown around here, so I don't know. But uh, if I bite into an onion, I'm going to get a bad taste in my mouth no matter what. So <laughs> maybe that's a prediction for the winter, too. <laughs> and you said some of the um, some people reporting that their flowers bloom twice, like spring flowers bloom twice. Are you a gardener, Emma? Do you grow a lot of flowers? I am. Yeah. And actually, it's so interesting on your on your feature. You said people's irises bloom twice. And I had a batch of irises that bloomed twice this year. You did. Which is never I've never had before. Yeah, I haven't either. And But I did have uh, some late blooming um, dahlias, but then again, the fall was pretty warm. So that was one thing I thought, well, okay, that's one in the checklist for, for a cold winter ahead. And then we look at the trees. Have you noticed that the trees just yeah, I was just change ask you about that. the normal time? Yeah, they stayed green. Yeah, and, all, all the trees in my yard, except for one, still have their leaves, but they're like brittle. They're green, but they're like brittle on there. They never felt changed. Yeah, especially in the last couple of weeks, they kind of froze right on the tree. Um, I've got trees in my neighborhood, they're still green. It's just unusual. And, and that's another one of these folklore sayings that the later the change in color occurs, then the colder the winter will be. And if the leaves fall off green, then watch out. <laughs> it's okay. I remember a few years ago, we had a late fall. It stayed 70s right into early November. And then within a couple of days, we dropped almost to zero and mm -hmm. a major snap. And all the trees... Uh, leaves froze right on the trees. It didn't even fall off. And that turned out to be a rough start to winter, but then the rest of the winter turned out to be fairly mild. Yeah. So what do the bugs and the, the leaves and the fruit skins tell you about precipitation for this year? What do you think about that? Well, it's kind of tied into if it's if it's going to be a cold winter, then they say it's typically going to be a snowy one. And, and what's interesting is some of the um, stories that have to do with dates 
in the calendar. For instance, if you have uh, their first snow of the year in the first 10 days of the month, um, then that indicates that you're going to have a very mild winter. Well, we had our first snow here in Boise on November the 4th. And so that would indicate, well, we're not going to have that much snow this winter. But if you take the date of the first snow and add to it the number of days since the first moon, that gives you a different number. And that number would project something different. And if you do that with Boise, then it suggests that we're going to have hardly any snow. So there's two dates, um, sayings that say it'll be a mild winter. But then another one, they all kind of contradict each other. If you take the, the date of the first snow and you add to it the number of days to Christmas, that tells you how many days of snow you'll get this winter. And so for Boise, that would mean 51. Oh, wow. So is it going to be a snowy winter? You know, uh, what I found in looking at all these different folklore sayings was that one tended to cancel out at the other. And so it ended up coming out where they were just about even by the time I completed the checklist. Oh, so the, the final score, yeah, it was pretty, pretty even, pretty hard to yeah. tell. Yeah, I couldn't do them all, but uh, I had like three or four saying it was going to be a cold, snowy winter and three or four saying it's going to be a mild winter. So at that point, I went to the, the outlook, the scientific outlook, and uh, it said kind of the same thing, uh, that it looks like we're going to be near normal, but maybe edging over toward the side of a little bit cooler than average and a little bit wetter than normal. And one thing to keep in mind, Emma, this is... Uh, the third year in a row that we've had El Nino, or excuse me, La Nina. We've had El Nino winters and we've had La Nina winters. And the ta last two winters have been La Nina winters. And that usually gives us a colder and wetter winter. Now, last year, remember, we started out cold and wet and then it dried out all winter long. And then spring arrived and we ended up being very wet and cool right into June. So maybe these woolly worms are growing extra coats of... Uh, black fur this year because November has been so cold. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll turn out a little warmer during December and January. Still have to wait and see. Hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, I love your gardening segments, by the way. Uh, they're super great. Uh, people should check those out for sure. And does that mean that spring is your favorite season in Boise or do you have a different one? You know, I like spring because there's a lot of variation to it and you get gardening, get started gardening and so forth. But I think I really like fall the best just because it's that quieter, prolonged period of nice days and a little bit of a crispness that starts coming around the mornings uh, until you get to that point when winter really settles in. But uh, summers are a lot hotter than they used to be. And yeah. Are you a skier? You're a snowboarder? I am, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I do downhill and cross country. So. Well, there you go. Uh, excited that Bogus is already open. <laughs> yeah, they got open this weekend and, and look pretty good. I think some of the other ones will be opening up uh, by Thanksgiving or into early December. Um, it's, a, it's a big topic around here. How much snow will the ski resorts have? Um, a lot of them can make snow now. And so that makes a big difference in their operations and being able to, to stay open. But I think they get really excited when we have talk about storms coming in. Unfortunately, we've had those years where they get a big bunch of snow early in the season and they get open and then all of a sudden it dries out and the snow starts to melt off or whatever. So Keep our fingers crossed that that doesn't happen this year. Yeah, fingers crossed. Well, Jim, thank you so much. I hope people check out your uh, wonderful folklore segment. And uh, thanks for getting up at 2.30 every morning to <laughs> bring us Boise weather. We really appreciate you. Well, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thanks for having me with you. And before you head out, 
The Idaho statesman is reporting that Idaho could see a drop in home values because of climate change. Wildfires, worsening drought and air quality, declining snowpack, and weeks of uninterrupted 100-plus degree heat could affect our outdoor recreation economy and the overall quality of life that makes Idaho an appealing place to live. We'll put a link to the article from reporter Nicole Blanchard in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. Thanks so much for adding us to your podcast queue. We're taking a break for the next couple days to spend time with loved ones for the holiday. So we'll see you back here Monday with more local stories. Happy Thanksgiving, Boise! Woolly worm caterpillars actually miniature meteorologists. Woolly worm caterpillars actually miniature meteorologists. Woolly worm caterpillars actually miniature meteorologists. (laughs) 